Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. In honor of Tom and I's wedding month, I'm doing a couple episodes on soulmates, relationships, and things in that realm. And today, I wanted to talk about what you are seeking. A lot of us want relationships. A lot of us are craving to meet our soulmates, or a lot of us are even in a relationship, but sometimes we don't really recognize the difference between what we're seeking. In relationships, I think there are two main things we seek, and that is either love or attention. I think on a surface level, we all want love, but I think on a deeper level, sometimes love can get confused by attention. So I want to walk you through a couple of things I learned throughout my relationship before Tom, as well as with Tom, understanding that Where I was coming from for a long time was out of a need for attention and not love. And so I wanted to give you a couple signs that you're actually seeking attention and help you through transitioning those attention-seeking things to love-seeking and unconditional love. So I hope this episode is helpful for you guys, and I hope you're having a beautiful day. You're listening to the Affirmation Attic Podcast with Pyle Agarwal. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so, so much for being here, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. Actually, wait, before we get started, I wanted to check with you. Have you heard about my new app? It's called Affirm It, and it's your one-stop shop for all things affirmations, manifestation, and self-healing. I really have been wanting to create something for you that truly empowers you to realize that you genuinely have everything you need within you. You don't need me. You don't need any other coaches. This app genuinely has everything you need to get that life that you've been trying to manifest. And it has gentle daily reminders, guided audio affirmations, sleep affirmations, affirmation reminders, and so much more good information, good energy, and so many things that I know will help you manifest your dreams. Because I'm so grateful for you, I'm actually offering you a free seven-day trial. And this is a genuine seven-day trial. That means you don't have to type in your credit card. You won't be automatically charged. There's no ads and you get complete access to the app as if you've already subscribed to it. So if you do want to learn more about the app, head over to affirmation-addict.com slash app, or if you're ready to dive in, head over to the iTunes app store and search for Affirm It. The Android version will be coming soon, and as soon as it's ready, I'll be sure to let you know. Now we can officially dive into today's episode. 
Hello, everybody. So this is actually a pre-recorded episode because right now I am in India. I'm pretty sure I'm at my family's village and off to feed the village for today, the day it's releasing. Um, but I just wanted to pre-record this for you guys because I want you guys to be part of this wedding, be part of our marriage, and just see and know that you're still supported. Um, that was so important to me while planning this wedding. It was also supported all of you guys because you guys are my family and have brought me to where I am. And so I know this is a pre-recorded episode. It's publishing later, but that is with the purest intention to help support you even further as I am off getting married and having the time of my life. I want you to know I'm still thinking about you guys. And so today I really wanted to talk about something that I learned in my relationship over a much longer time than I hope you guys have to take for you to process it and learn it. So in relationships, the foundation, when we are trying to find a boyfriend, find a girlfriend, get in that relationship, a lot of us think we're just seeking unconditional love, right? That is on the surface what we all know we really want. But I do think that on a deeper level, and I am guilty of this too, we're actually seeking attention. And I think I learned this the hard way because when I was dating Tom in the beginning, it was so easy, so nice, but we started off long distance. And anytime he would go hang out with his friends, he would go work even, I would panic because he was not giving me attention. And during that time, I just felt so insecure. And one of the biggest signs that you are actually seeking attention rather than love first is that when someone is not giving you attention, if someone is busy, if someone is not hanging out with you, you start to panic and you feel safe only when they're talking to you and in their presence. So that is sign number one, that you're actually seeking attention rather than love stronger. And I realized that when I was doing that, it would bring me so down. It would create such discussions and arguments that were so pointless because all I wanted was for him to talk to me. And the second he would talk to me, nothing would be wrong. So I would be panicking and wanting to talk to him and texting him and calling him 50 times. And then the second he would call me, he'd be like, Hey, what's wrong? And I'd be like, Oh, nothing. Like I would probably unconsciously make something up, but in reality, nothing was wrong. I just wanted so much attention from him that I needed to just speak to him. I needed to keep busy. I couldn't live with my own self. So that is sign number one in the fact that you are needing a little bit more attention rather than love and you're craving a little bit more attention from people in your life. So that was sign number one. And sign number two is that you constantly find yourself playing the victim or feeling like you're the victim. And this is at two levels because sometimes we don't realize we're playing or feeling like we're the victim because we don't even know we're doing it. Our egos and our subconscious mind are just making us look at things like we're always the victim. And so if you feel like you're always in victim mode, if you feel like you are always the one having things happen to her, or you feel like things are always working against you, this might be a sign that you are actually seeking more attention rather than love. 
Because when we feel like we're in victim mode, when we feel like life is going against us, when we feel like you're always getting the worst end of it and your partner is the bad guy, or you feel like people have to feel sorry for you, a lot of that comes from not feeling worthy enough. It feels it comes from a childhood belief, actually, that you didn't get enough love when you were a kid. You always felt like you had to really feel really sad to get attention. You felt like you had to be in like, you had to get empathy was the only way you would get attention if people felt bad for you. So we become to subconsciously create the habit of playing victim and playing helpless, like damsel in distress, like I don't know anything or my life sucks and just really feeling like low about yourself, like constantly saying how low you are, constantly talking about your insecurities sometimes makes you put yourself in victim mode because you start to feel bad for yourself. Then your partner will start to feel bad for you and they will give you attention. So a really strong attention-seeking behavior that a lot of us do in relationships, especially when we start out, is we start to just talk down about ourselves. And that's a really big sign that you are not seeking love. You really just want that attention and that validation from somebody. And the third thing that I think a lot of us, and even I did unconsciously, was I would make stuff up. And I did not do this on purpose. I know this can be maybe offensive to some people, but I would make stuff up. in order to get that attention. I would make up that I was not okay. I would start to basically talk myself into bad things happening to me. I would essentially make it seem like I need your attention. I am in such pain. I'm in agony. I'm sick. I am being ridiculed. I'm not okay. I would basically declare and affirm that things were not okay. So I need your help. And I would rather, and that would be in so many different things where I would say different things. I would make up things and then they would automatically eventually manifest. But in my head, I would make it up in my head and then it would come true. So if you do this, if you do realize you are doing something that you're like, this isn't right, but you don't know how to get out of it, I encourage you to start declaring, I am safe in my relationship. I am seeking love in my relationship. My validation is the only validation I need. Those are the three affirmations I would repeat over and over and over again. And also I would contradict my attention-seeking behavior. So if I know that as an attention-seeking person, I was only feeling good when they're in my presence, I would force myself to be out of their presence and to feel good. I would do the opposite of what my normal self would do. And there's so many examples that I see in every relationship. This doesn't mean you're super needy or you're wrong. Attention-seeking behavior just comes from childhood. This comes from not feeling like you're worthy enough unless you do something to receive that love. It's basically that relationship of that you have to get rewarded to receive love. That's really what attention-seeking behavior is. We call that attention-seeking kind of in like the psychology world, in the social psychology world, that's called attention-seeking behavior. But for us, just on a common level, that's just seeking love by action. It's seeking love on a condition. So to put it in another word, I only feel good on the condition that they're with me. I only feel good in the condition that they make me feel like less of a victim. I only feel good on the condition that I get attention or they help me and protect me in situations where I'm not safe or they help me feel better. They help me when I'm sick and they do nice things for me. It's very conditional. So basically a really good way to understand 
And the difference between love and attention is love is unconditional. Love doesn't have, oh, you did the dishes for me, so you love me. Love is, it comes naturally. It is not forced. It comes gently and it's always there. It's not like, oh, if I'm having a good day, I give you love. And if you need it, I give you love. It's more so it's always there. Attention is very conditional. You get attention on a reaction basis. So you get attention if you call them or you text them a hundred times, or you get attention if you say, Hey, I need your help. Then you get that attention. So there's a really fine line between seeking love and attention. And you're not wrong if you've ever felt this way. I have literally been an attention seeking person unknowingly until I started getting into this work. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like this stuff is so so subliminal. It's so embedded in our society. Attention-seeking behavior is actually very normal. It's a common societal norm. So most of us do something or the other where we are seeking more attention than love. And the reason we are seeking attention is because we just want to feel important. So in your relationships, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a partnership, notice if you just want people to make you feel important or if you want people to actually be there for you to support you and lift you up, even if that means disagreeing with you. That's a really good way to tell whether you're seeking attention or love. If you want someone to be your yes man, someone to just agree with you and support you always, no matter what, and not give you their opinion, that's attention. That's not love. Love is somebody who supports you, gives you their opinion. You're willing to hear their opinion. You grow together and they tell you if they don't agree with you. They tell you if you might be falling down the wrong path. That is love. It's very unconditional. And attention is really convenient. It's when works for you. It's a little more selfish and it's very me, me, me. I want to feel good. Love is out of service. Love is really just giving and expanding and being comfortable even receiving love. So those are a couple of the differences between love and attention. So I invite you to just take a step back and evaluate your relationships. Are you seeking more love or are you seeking more attention? And neither of those are wrong. It's your decision to decide where to shift. How can I seek more love rather than attention? If you are an attention-seeking person, a really strong way to shift to seeking love is to start unconditionally loving yourself. Start to give yourself the attention you need because whatever you're seeking externally, it's what you're seeking internally as well. So if you're seeking external attention, maybe that means you gave yourself a little bit more attention. Maybe you give yourself five minutes of stillness or you write in your journal or you go get your nails done even though it's expensive and inconvenient. And that's what it starts with. It starts with giving yourself the super small steps, taking those small steps to give yourself the attention you're craving rather than trying to get it from somewhere else. Once you can start to give yourself that attention, you will stop seeking that external validation, that external support, and that external pampering. You will start to pamper yourself and then you'll start to seek true, true, unconditional love that actually will serve you far more than attention-seeking behavior. And what I'm not trying to say is I'm not trying to say that you can only get your soulmate if you're seeking love. That's not true because I met Tom and I was still in a very much so attention-seeking space. 
It doesn't kind of decrease your manifesting powers or anything. It's more so that when you seek less attention, your love will come even quicker. It took me and Tom a while to become so smooth, so effortless, so in flow. It took us a long time and it was a beautiful learning process for us. So whether you're seeking a relationship or you're in one relationship, you can make these changes now to just create even better vibration and energy around you. So this is not a hard thing to do. It is just starts with small steps and taking responsibility. Number one thing I always come back to is take responsibility for your actions and your feelings because you're not wrong. You are acting the way you are for a certain reason. So just acknowledge, Hey, I am the way I am, but I'm also willing to grow and change. That's the biggest thing. So I invite you to start to seek a little bit more love and a little bit less attention because that was the most monumental thing in our relationship that shifted our relationship for the better was the moment I stopped seeking that attention. I had such a strong pattern of attention seeking behavior and I just didn't know what I was doing and I couldn't turn it off. So I hope this episode helps you if you're in the same boat as I was, or you have different patterns than I do, that you can still change those because you can still marry your partner even if you had attention-seeking behavior because I am currently off marrying the love of my life even though I had a pattern and a years-long worth of strong attention-seeking behavior, you can grow out of it. So don't lose faith. Give yourself that love. Give yourself that attention and just see where it takes you. I love you and I hope this episode was helpful and I'll talk to you super soon. Talk to you later. So how did you like today's episode? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. And before you leave, I wanted to just say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for spending some time with me. If this episode or any of my content has ever inspired you, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review in the iTunes podcast app and just share this with someone you care about. The more you guys leave reviews and share this with people, the more I am able to create more content for you and that's what fuels me and keeps me going. I am so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and until next time, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of healing energy. Bye!